This is the Roaring Elephant podcast for the 2nd of April 2019, a podcast about Apache Hadoop and the surrounding ecosystem for anybody working with or investigating big data and advanced analytics. My name is Jon, and here is my absentee co-host, Dave. Hey, I can't be absentee, I'm here! Well, you're here now, but you weren't there when the, when the real work was happening, right? No, quite right too. Real work, that sounds, that sounds terrible. I'm sure you can get a disease from that. Well, uh, well uh, he told me that uh, this uh, episode is brought to our listeners by Windy Wendy or something like that. <laughs> yep, that is your roving reporter name. Does that have any kind of background behind it which I should be aware of? Or uh, is it no, just your really. wicked sense? I just thought it was funny. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, in case uh, people haven't uh, guessed, uh, this uh, Roaring News episode is going to be a... Um, how do you call that? A grouping of little, small, lightning, quickfire, five-minute interviews I did with the deaf different boots that were at the community showcase, I think the thing is called, at the Dataworks Summit that happened uh, a couple of weeks ago in Barcelona. I just spent uh, one session's worth of time going from boot to boot and uh, begging, pleading with boot attendees for a little talk about uh, what they were doing there. And I actually think I ended up with some uh, useful content, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, it's got about uh, seven-ish interviews uh, lined up here, one after the other. Fantastic. So, before we we launch into those interviews, just want to have a quick shout-out to uh, Antonio, who reached out to us from Copenhagen. Um, Mm -hmm. Some great feedback and some good ideas for a potential uh, episode in the future. So, we always really appreciate feedback. This was particularly um, a particularly great email to read. You and I both Mm -hmm. uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. And... uh, certainly given us some some good ideas for uh, and some motivation for something that uh, we were thinking about doing but this is uh, this is catalyzed the uh, the particular event so look forward to that and thanks again Antonio really appreciate the feedback definitely now on to the interviews I guess uh, apologies for the noises this was recorded at the show floor so there's been there's a lot of noise in the background but I was able to clean it up pretty well I think uh, one of the things maybe your listeners can look forward to in the interviews is I did ask everybody about how the new Cloudera data platform uh, that this was being presented at the DataWorks Summit was going to affect what they are doing. And they all pretty much had an answer to that question. So uh, enjoy. And we're at the stand of Attunity right now, and I'm talking to. Yeah, hi. Hi there. My name is Bojan Petrovic. I'm the country manager for Attunity looking after the DAC region, Germany, Austria, Switzerland and the eastern eastern part. And yeah, happy to, to be here. So what does Attunity do and why are you at the DataWorks Summit? I mean, for people who don't know yet. Uh, right, yeah. So look, um, we make data available and we've worked uh, together with uh, these kind of vendors, you know, with Hortonverse, Cladera, all the data lakes uh, companies and helping actually the end customers um, getting data in real time, in real time to, um, yeah, streaming cloud and data lake architectures. And we are calling ourselves modern data integration. So modern data integration, what does that mean? Um, so modern data integration means that actually we can capture, and, and this is the CDC piece, we are pioneers of CDC, uh, whenever change is happening from mainframe, SAP systems, and many, many other um, sources, um, 
fully automatically into these, uh, uh, um, you know, kind of new integration platforms. And what I mean with modern is, uh, think about, you know, when you have the classical ETL tools where you need to process code, do a, you know, box error process and code script. So this is not. We are a low-code or no-code platform. Take the data. We are not installing anything on the database and stream it to these architectures and no code. And we have an end-to-end -end automated pipelines where we can even ca can materialize this data and give you a fully, you know, automatic data mart into your cloud data warehouse or data lake environment. So this sounds like a very good fit for things like hybrid cloud approaches then. Absolutely. So uh, in this, you know, analytics programs that we face in our in our big tier one customers is actually they say, look, I, I want to be flexible. I want to be agile. I want to be fast. So how can I get my data from all these heterogeneous silos, um, mainframes, sub, whatever systems you have, uh, hundreds of thousands of sources into cloud environments, multi-cloud. Some of them are using not only Azure, but also Amazon and Google at the same time good reasons, um, data lakes and so on. So how can I get this data, you know, like read once, write many approach um, and have this real-time data today, not not uh, yesterday and tomorrow, but today for real-time analytics. So yeah, this, this is something we are working on in projects. Yeah, not just for the simple multi-cloud, but for disaster recovery solutions, high availability, you kind of need to have your data, source, data sources in sync, synchronized across, well, very long latency, important, heavy, distances, let's say. All right. Um, now, we've had the announcement of the Cloudera data platform uh, today, of course, which is a bit of the, the theme of the DataWorks Summit this year. Now, since you're doing CDC and you're already Cloudera and everything, does this change anything for you guys at all? Do your clients need to come and run to you to say, help, everything's going to fall apart? Or... No, actually, I, really, I think uh, I think this is a good stuff for us. I mean, we've worked together with Hortonworks um, prior to the merger. We've uh, we've been announced as the technology partner of Hortonworks um, nice. 2018. Um, we've also worked with Cloudera in many many projects. So we're actually, you know, supporting these initiatives by by streaming this data into it. So for us, it's 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 good. It's kind of a consolidation. It's you know, the market is there, uh, and and we we are keeping you know investing our in our roadmap by supporting all these streaming, you know, uh, capabilities and all these new platforms coming up. So this is our, you know, piece of what we can bring to the party is really, you know, in just make the data available wherever, you know, this this could be. So this is a new platform now coming, very excited. We, we will support that. If there's something new coming in the future, I, you know, we, the, our promise is that, you know, we will support this as well, you know, out of, you know, out of the box standardized. And we are working on the engineering level with these uh, companies together with our partners, yeah. So you've been looking at this for some while already, then? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, we are, of course our our product uh, management and our people R and D are definitely working in you know with them very closely together, and we will, you know, absolutely support these these kind of uh, engagements and and products for sure. All right. Anything else you want to add? No. Thanks for having me. Great stuff. And yeah, see you see you around. Yeah. Thank you very much. And we're at the Cloudera Fast Forward Labs right now. So who am I talking to, please? Hi, you're talking to Justin Norman. I'm the Director of Research and Data Science Services at Fast Forward Labs. That sounds serious. <laughs> There's nothing serious about it. It just means I get, I get to play with data and, and uh, try to help people solve problems using the power of AI. 
So the fast forward labs, what does that mean? I mean, I was at the uh, keynote this morning. I've talked to people already, but for the people listening to the podcast, can you explain a little bit more what the fast forward labs do? Sure. So Fast Forward Labs is actually a semi-recent acquisition of Cloudera about two years ago. Um, and it is a machine learning research and consulting organization. So we both provide uh, research on emerging technologies and, and uh, machine learning and AI. We also provide consulting services to help our customers, now the Cloudera customers, um, achieve the value and, and really uh, reduce the time to value. I've also seen you guys release a couple of white papers on uh Quite interesting subjects, I must add. Sure. So that goes into the you know emerging technologies. So we're we're typically looking about six months to eighteen months out, um, and technologies that are going to become practical with in what we believe the enterprise. So you'll hear of things like recently like federated learning or learning with limited labeled data or uh, transfer learning or, or active learning, and we're looking for ways to help. Um, things that have been in the research community and industry and government and, and academia and turn it into practical applications that can be used today by, by our customers. So it's called labs, but it's not pure R&D. It's meant to be practical, applicable in the, maybe not today, but very near future there. Yeah, I've been looking at the federated uh, learning, which is really, I think there's a session about it today or tomorrow, which I'm going to attend because the subject said, like, uh, do training without access to training data. I want to know how you do that. <laughs> don't, expl- don't, don't let it out of the bag here. I have people go to the session for that. Um, one of the main things here at the conference, of course, today is the announcement of the Cloudera data platform, the going together of the HTTP CDH uh, distributions. Um, uh, from your point of view, how will this change how people work with this or won't it change anything at all? No, I think it's going to be in- incredibly important. So uh, when you think about it from a holistic perspective, um, you know, Hortonworks and Cloudera coming together is actually more of a merger of equals and complementary skill set um, and capabilities than it is anything else. So if you think about it on the edge, Hortonworks did a tremendous amount of investment in, in areas like NiFi and Dataflow. Um, and of course, you know, Cloudera has done investment in the machine learning space. So we have things like Cloudera Data Science Workbench and Fast Forward Labs to bring that together. So now we have an entire end-to-end ecosystem that can take you from data ingest in real time all the way through deploying uh, machine learning in real time. And that's really exciting. From a internal perspective, one of the, uh, uh, the great things that's happening is that a lot of the Hortonworks customers didn't have access to Fast Forward Labs. So now we have a chance to work with their, their portfolio and a lot of really interesting problems to be solved uh, in the customer space. So we're really excited about it. So if customers wants to want to reach you, uh, you guys, do you have do they contact Cloudera? Do you have your own uh, representatives? Yeah, so we're we're completely a part of Cloudera, so you can contact through the normal uh, sales uh, uh, engagement process. But we also have our own web uh, web presence uh, within the Cloudera domain, so you can just reach us reach out to us at, at uh, Cloudera Fast Forward Labs page, uh, and then we're happy to engage with you, however however it works. Thank you very much. Anything else to add? No, just we're really excited to uh, to scale up and really meet a lot more people this year. Thank you very much. And right now we're at the boot uh, for a company called Datavart, which is a bit of a new name for me. Who am I talking to, please? Yeah, hi there. My name is Petra. I'm the CEO of the software division from Datavart. We are a Germany headquartered company and we are doing SAP data. So that's kind of like the boring old fashioned <laughs> stuff for um, 20 years roughly. So we started with doing mergers and acquisition data bringing together. And then we um, realized that our customers are not driving a one vendor strategy at all. And you do the new and the cool stuff, obviously, in the cloud somewhere in a data lake or any whatever data science workbench. But you need to have access to structured data as well. And this is where we come into the game. So we 
help our customers to extract data from whatever SAP source system, so mostly it's ERP, and uh, we bring that data into um, the new Cloudera data platform or into any data lake, that's up to the customer. We also can help to build the architecture if needed. Um, and then the data scientists can work with that or you drive an analytics application on top of whatever you do. So we are completely independent on whatever your target scenario is because we want to enable solutions and not make it really um, depending on technology or especially the SAP technology. Yeah, I mean, offloading data from, I'm going to call it legacy, uh, SAP, Teradata and all the other big ones uh, has been one of the big growth measures for Hadoop. That's one of the reasons Hadoop becomes so popular because SAP is nothing wrong with SAP if you use it for what it's intended for. But for analytics and things like that, being able to offload it is very important. Now, should I also see this as a kind of a change data capture solution or is it the full move all the data all the time? Can I connect it up and then incrementally in, uh, uh, add data from the SAP as it streams in? So uh, how does that work? Yeah. So a very good question because what you normally do if you're a data scientist, you go to your SAP guy and you beg for data and then you get an Excel. <laughs> and uh, that Excel has a lot of tables which don't tell you anything. So um, what we learn from our customers is that there is a translation help needed. One thing is we provide what we call a business process library that and makes context-based uh, search for a data scientist easier. You just look up sales data or finance data and you will see the tables in the SAP system where you need to get access to. Um, and that's the second thing. Uh, once you offload it, let's say your first batch, um, you might need a reload next week. We do a Delta um, upload or download and you can also shuffle the data back into your SAP source system if needed. So there are scenarios and use cases which require that. And your SAP guy will for sure ask you about what with my authorization concept. We spent so much time to keep it all secure and locked and whatsoever. That stays in place. Yeah. Okay. So um, that is secured. We even work for um, the German army um, and there is data masking, for instance, important. So you can still work on the data, but you don't necessarily know. Um, you, you don't know it all and you can't find out. Yeah. And for a data scientist uh, making his models, BII data really doesn't mean anything for him. He wants to find trends in the data. He doesn't care that you are you or somebody else. Exactly. exactly. Or that you are in a specific location or whatsoever. So things you are not allowed to know, you will not know. So one thing that's very hot with customers as well at the moment is uh, governance and metadata management, things like that. Uh, is it also covered in the solution that that kind of stuff can be, uh, how you say that, yeah, governed, let's call it governed? Yeah, I mean, one, one thing we just spoke about, that's the authorization concept so that you make sure it stays secure and in the right hands. Um, when it comes to other governance rules, I would say it depends on what the customer is looking for, um, as long, again, as the source system is SAP and we work on ABAP, we can sort of also custom develop anything which the customer is looking for. And as I said, we don't have very industry um, um, focus or size focus. Many SAP systems is always good. If you just have one, that's maybe not the fun. Um, yeah, absolutely. But um, that makes it really um, possible for us to, yeah, to, to do a solution or to build a solution the customer really needs. So how do you uh, do that in practice? Do you have people you send on site with the customers to help them devol develop the thing? Do you use 
totally make the software and just give them the box and it's working? Do you work with the customer? How does the interaction work? Same answer here, uh, whatever the customer fancies. So we do have a customer in Asia uh, where we just shipped the software. We gave them a call and we had a conference and they said, we're fine. <laughs> Bye-bye, data art. And uh, it, well, of course, we keep in touch. And we do have customers um, like in the US and also another Asian customer where we also drive like architecture workshops before because here we see a strong need in facilitating the discussion between the SAP yeah. folks and the non-SAP folks because that is sometimes it feels like the data war you know and uh, yeah there, there is nothing wrong with that one but we um, have an understanding for both worlds and sometimes it helps if you are neutral um, you're not called SAP and you're not yeah. called whatsoever um, but you, you understand both so both options are possible Excellent. So how can people find you? I'm assuming you're on the internet under datavart.com or something. It is datavart.com, absolutely. And we are here in Europe on the DataWorks Summit um, this time. And we will most likely also be in the US um, if that is of interest. And datavart.com is always helpful. Excellent. Anything else you want to add? No, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And we're at the booth of Casino right now, and I am talking to... Matt Micklin from Casino. I'm the Director of Business Development, and we're a company headquartered in Boston, Massachusetts, and the United States. So who is Casino, and what are you doing at the DataWorks Summit, for people who don't know it yet? Sure, yeah, thanks. Uh, well, Casino is a fully managed Cloudera as a service, and it's really designed for companies that want to focus on business analytics and data science and not on having to manage cloud or even Cloudera infrastructure. So we make it easy for them to stand. We stand up actually a cluster and the cloud infrastructure for them in one day, fully production ready so that they can get to work and doing analytics and data science. And that covers the whole gamut from uh, structured data SQL with Hive Impala to the Spark and whatever? Absolutely. We support the Cloudera full stack. So all the Apache projects within the Cloudera stack is supported by Kazina. And we offer it as a managed service, again, for companies that are looking to, that don't really have the skill sets uh, to manage infrastructure and understand how to secure that Cloudera stack in the cloud. It can be very complex and time consuming. And we make it very easy because we're a fully managed service and we can stand that whole infrastructure up in a day. Yeah, I mean, security is very important in these days In these days of data breaches everywhere. Security has to be the front and center, to be honest. Um, are you only suggesting this managed service from your own environment, or do you can also go for bigger customers to deploy it into their environments? Yeah, good question. Actually, we support only cloud deployments of Cloudera as a managed service. We do not support on-premise deployments. However, a lot of the customers we have, their data is on-premise in their own data center. And we make it very easy for them to ingest their on-premise data into the data lake that's running up in the Cloudera service in either Amazon or Azure. Those are the two clouds we support, or Amazon and Azure. Yeah, well, if you have those two, you have the big two. And a lot of customers are looking at multi-cloud approaches for disaster recovery or just insured uptime. If you're in a financial situation, it, it has to be multi-cloud. So that's, uh, yeah, that's uh, covering all bases, I guess. Yes, absolutely. And also a lot of times cloud portability is important. What makes Cloudera very unique 
with a managed service through Kazina is the ability to, if they decide they want to move it over to Amazon or move it to Azure from where it is, we make that really easy because we're cloud agnostic. So we can do that very easy compared to a customer trying to do it themselves. It would, uh, if it's not designed as a managed service, it's going to be a lot harder and a lot more resource intensive. You know, one of the main topics at the DataWorks Summit event this year, of course, is the uh, announcement of the Cloudera data platform, the amalgam of HTTP and CDH now. Uh, we haven't heard a lot of details yet, but it uh, does look like things are going to get interesting. Things are going to change a little bit here and there. Does it have any effect on you guys, or do you just keep on trucking as usual? With uh, the new version of CDP coming from Cloudera, we will support it here at Kazina for sure. Um, however, currently we support CDH, which is the current platform of, of Cloudera, and that's the one we support currently. Uh, we do not support HDP, okay. uh, and so going forward we support currently the CDH, EDH platform, as well as CDP, the new platform, in the future. So when the HTTP customers who will eventually will migrate up to a CDP version, they will be able to roll into the service if they so opt? Exactly. So if they were thinking about upgrading to CDP um, and they don't want to manage that anymore uh, because it's just too costly or they just don't have the skill sets or it's too hard to put into production, um, they should call Kazina and basically we'll stand up the platform for them. Yeah, actually, a quick question for myself, to be honest. Uh, are you, when you do these managed service, uh, managed clusters, sorry, uh, are we looking at ephemeral clusters that run for a couple of minutes, a couple of hours? Or are we looking for clusters that run for years and never get turned off? Both? Actually, we support both ephemeral clusters through Altus, which is okay. the uh, workload engine that is created and, and, and basically delivered by Cloudera. So we support the management of that engine as well for ephemeral workloads, uh, transient workloads, if you will. And for, obviously, most of our customers are doing persistent clusters in the cloud, actually. And that's largely due because a lot of them are doing streaming. And it's not, you don't want, you need to have a persistent cluster for streaming. And so uh, transient workloads is not really a good design for streaming. <laughs> All right, excellent. Anything else you want to add? No, we're excited to here to be at DataWorks, and it's a great show. And uh, we, again, uh, one last thing I would say is, for, for those Cloudarians out there, um, Cloudera is an investor in Kazina as a company. So we are definitely in line with their product roadmap going forward. Excellent. Thank you very much. And we're at the SyncSort booth at the moment, and I'm talking to... Roland Meinert from SyncSort Germany and uh, responsible for sales for data integration and data quality. Okay, and uh, what is SyncSort, in case some people don't know, doing at an event like the DataWorks Summit? Um, first of all, I would like to say we, we help our customers uh, um, to, uh, to organize the data um, everywhere, um, and to keep the world going. <laughs> it's our motto. And um, of, of course, uh, um, everybody is talking about uh, um, artificial intelligence and so on. And we step two uh, steps back um, and, and tell our customers and, and all the people with uh, such projects um, to make sure that the data quality is right. Mm -hmm. Because that is the base of artificial intelligence. So yes, the garbage in, garbage out thing, right? Yes, of course, of course. That's why we are here. 
So are you involved with uh, feature selection, feature creation, or how should I see? Do you have a, uh, a, a user interface, a GUI, a user interface that people can work with? Do you have a CLI? What's the what's the tool like? Uh, we have we have many tools. Okay. Um, first of all, we have we have software um, where we transfer the data from any source to, for example, Hadoop. Huh? So um, the most uh, um, enterprises have many data lakes, and um, the challenge is to put this data to a, to a platform um, to to see what is inside and how can I use this data. Uh, therefore, we have the tools. And the second big part for is data quality. In Syncsoft portfolio, it's Trillium for quality, our software tool, and this analyzes the data. So it's the full ingest data cleaning, preparing it for actual production use, let's say. Perfectly, yes. Data cleansing, enrichment um, with geodata and so on. Now at this uh, DataWorks Summit, the main theme has been the introduction of the Cloudera data platform, a replacement or combination of the HTTP and CDH. Uh, do you see any way that's going to change how you approach the market or how your tools are going to evolve in the future? Um, we have many years uh, partnering with, with, with Cloudera and um, I think this is a, an important step from Cloudera in, in, in this direction. And um, as a partner, uh, um, we see this projects in the future um, to help customers um, to go to a platform, to use the cloud um, um, uh, as a platform to keep their data, uh, to analyze their data, and to use the data to, to, to make business decisions at the end. Yeah, I'm guessing your tool is getting more important now because moving from on-premise to the cloud is also kind of ingest and data quality is even more important when you go to the cloud because you start saving everything and anything in that case. Exactly. Uh, I had many discussions with customers here today and some customers ask, uh, do we have a solution for on-premise? Mm -hmm. um, yes, we have uh, to give the answer. But I think the future is in the cloud. Anything else you want to add? Um, more customers, <laughs> more discussions and more projects uh, from a sales point of view. Yes, of course. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. And we're at the Accenture stand here today, right now, and I'm talking to... Stan Verspitz. Uh, I'm part of Accenture Belgium, mm -hmm. within the digital technologies practice. Uh, I'm actually not new to the DataWorks Summit, it's the third time I, I come here. Okay. <laughs> but it is uh, actually the first time that we as Accenture uh, sponsor this event. Okay, yeah. I thought so, because I haven't seen you that uh, face forward with the branding and everything uh, before, I think. So uh, why are you here at the DataWorks Summit? I think obviously uh, data is, is becoming the gold mine, the new uh, oil, I would say. <laughs> uh, so we as Accenture are obviously uh, following this for a couple of years, of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's important that the least we can do is show our face because uh, we are involved in a lot of big data projects throughout Europe. And uh, so that's uh, basically why we're here. Uh, there's also, of course, the, the, the hiring aspect, because uh, we're always looking for uh, new talent. 
And so that is basically the reason why we're here. So can you be more specific about what kind of talent you're looking for at the moment? Um, I think uh, there's a lot of focus on data scientists. Data scientists. Uh, we are also constantly looking for uh, skilled technical people. They are unfortunately still hard to find. Yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> the pool, the pool is small, and there is a lot of fishermen uh, on the on the pool. So, uh, yeah, everybody who is interested in big data, a lot of we are currently also uh, attracting a lot of new hires. We have internships, uh, we have internships programs running. So, uh, yeah, everybody who's enthusiastic, who is motivated, who wants to learn, wants to work in a, a very people-oriented firm, is always welcome. I'm guessing that's pretty much worldwide. Uh, an ask. Yeah, indeed. I think uh, everybody tells the same on this on this topic. <laughs> uh, but still, I think uh, I've also worked for other service providers. Uh, I will not tell you the name, but uh, in in essence, I think uh, Accenture is really a, a great company that gives you the opportunities, both technological and uh, on a people level. That is uh, that gives you a lot of opportunities to grow, to prove yourself, and to have fun when you work. Now, the the main theme of this DataWorks Summit this year is the announcement of the Cloudera data platform, of mm -hmm. course, the amalgam of the HTTP, CDH, whatever they're going to make from it. Mm -hmm. no, it's not entirely clear yet. Now, how do you feel that it's going to influence your future at Accenture? Um, we always had a, a partnership, an alliance with uh, Cloudera. Uh, strangely enough, not with Hortonworks. So I think for us, from a, from our point of view, it's uh, very easy or it's going to become very uh, e a lot more easier. Um, yeah, like you said, on, on terms of, of the products, on terms of how they are going to uh, evolve in the future. We, we had a brief uh, glimpse uh, or a glimpse and, uh, at the keynote, but in terms of what, what we're going to see, I think it's more or less a surprise or it's going to be a surprise for, for everybody. So what would you suggest that uh, companies do to prepare themselves for this? Well, if, I think if you still have to prepare, you're too late. <laughs> it was very, I was in a, in a, a very interesting session on the data monetization. And I, I, I'm based in Belgium. You know, the, the scale is a little bit smaller. So in terms of real big data clients, it's a little bit on the cold side, I would say. But funnily enough, there are already clients who have a big pile of data and are already thinking of this. And there, I think, for everybody here, for the people who are interested in the technology, there's a big opportunity to to go and talk to clients and, and really make them aware or, or convince them that, yeah, you have this, make use of it. Or if you don't make use of it, let it work for you and base your decisions on what's, what matters and what matters is the data. Yep. And look for experts in the field, look for your partners, look for your suppliers and get help. Of course. Thank you. Anything else you want to add? No, thanks a lot. Thank you very much. And we're at the boot of Unravel at the moment and I am talking to... Luke Roquet. I'm the VP of Worldwide Field Operations, so essentially I run all customer-facing operations for Unravel. And Unravel, it's a beautiful name, by the way, but what do you guys do and why are you at the DataWorks Summit? Yeah, so we, we solve a unique problem. I, I, I've spent four and a half years at Hortonworks running Central United States region, and we saw a lot of customers embrace the potential, the possibilities, the disruptive capabilities of Hadoop. And we didn't see as many realize the potential of that. And, and I have a vested interest in making sure these customers are successful. So 
I started doing research into what could be done to help customers meet the business critical needs to make Hadoop a mission critical application. So things around stability, operations management, performance management, eliminate the finger pointing, help developers be more successful building data applications, and came across Unravel. So what Unravel does is we provide you an end-to-end across your data platform, an end-to-end platform for monitoring all of the actions in your environment, as well as giving you real-time insights as to how to tune your applications and how to improve the efficiency of your infrastructure. So we're not really talking about a security intrusion detection prevention system, but more of a how do we get the last percentage of performance out of the workloads I'm trying to run my cluster? Yes, correct. So, you know, the likes of Hortonworks prior to the Cloud Air Merge and Cloud Air have done a nice job of how do we monitor the infrastructure and how do we, you know, with things like uh, SmartSense, how do we improve the underlying infrastructure and platform? But what's been lacking is an application-centric view of looking at what's going on in the cluster and helping optimize the applications. So give you an example of that. We've got a, a large bank here in London where they have now a 1,000 end users building apps on top of Cloudera, and they use unra- the end users, the application developers, use Unravel to see what's going on with their applications, to troubleshoot their own problems, to optimize their code, and make sure their applications are hitting SLA expectations. Okay, great. And how does that work in practice? If we can go a little bit deeper there, do I install your software on all my nodes? Uh, is it just an edge node that's being deployed? Uh, can you give information yeah, there? So, so we're a very non-intrusive architecture. We sit on an edge node and we pull all the master logs via APIs from the, the Hadoop servers. And then we do, do install a sensor on the data nodes to give us real-time metrics from the JVM in terms of Spark jobs, Hive jobs, MapReduce jobs, etc. And so what that sensor is, though, it's not an agent, it's not a daemon that's running. We actually, just as part of the configs, we push down a jar file to the data nodes so that we can get real-time monitoring of what's going on with the jobs. So it's a, under a 1% performance impact, but it gives us really deep introspection at what's going on at the job level. And... I would assume this uh, this runs if it's on-premise or in a cloud or a private cloud or anything. doesn't really matter, right? Correct. So we've architected it such that we can deploy on-premise, and we have a lot of large banking customers who, who are still primarily on-premise. But we also support cloud technologies, whether they're cloud-native ones like EMR, HDI, Athena, Redshift. Um, but we also support you running Cloudera in your cloud as well. Now, one of the main topics of this DataWorks Summit this year, of course, the announcement of the Cloudera data platform. I have to keep my acronyms correctly, the CDP. Um, does this going, coming together, this merging of HTTP and CDH change anything for you guys, or is it just business as usual? Yeah, I think it's actually good for the market as a whole. So it's, it's good for the customers, so we no longer have Cloudera and Hortonworks competing on... Uh, you know, Sentry versus Ranger, Impala versus LAP. We can, we should, in theory, be able to get the best of open source technologies out available to the customers. So, and we also get then HD, something like HDF, now CDF out to all the customers. Uh, we consolidate there. Uh, it's the data science experience. It's a, it's a great, it's a great move, I think, for the industry. Um, for us specifically, it also helps us because now we don't, we, you know, we have a number, we have this increasingly complex matrix of platforms to support. And now we can eliminate one major one once we get to Unity release is that we won't have to support the entire Cloud Air stack and the entire Hortonworks stack. We can support and simplify what we, we support on the Hadoop side. Yeah, simplify and more quality that way. Yeah, of course. Great. Uh, anything else you want to add? No, we're just, we're very excited. This is a, a space where 
you know, two years ago, there was nothing in this market. There was nothing to help customers optimize their applications. The only answer was manpower. And as we all know that have worked in the space for a while, finding the talent and manpower to optimize your applications is extremely difficult. And so we aim to make that more efficient. We aim to do essentially what App Dynamics and New Relic did for the web app space. We aim to do the same thing for big data applications. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you. So, I hope you enjoyed those uh, those interviews. Um, the the final one there from Unravel. Uh, we're expecting to have uh, a full episode from those guys a little bit later on. So, uh, look forward to that if you are in need of some performance optimization in your big data lives. Um, yep, anything else from you, Jan? No, just looking forward to the Unravel uh, episode. We should do that relatively soonish because the whole performance optimization thing is pretty important. It's one thing to start in whole big data and having the infrastructure put up and do stuff. But at a certain point, you want to kind of optimize things and make sure you're doing the right thing. And uh, during, uh, we didn't have time during the little quick fire interview we did uh, here, but uh, they really seemed to be knowing what they were talking about, had a lot of experience under their belt, and uh, no, looking forward to it. All right, excellent. Well, in that case, that's about all the time we have today. We hope you enjoyed this uh, lightning round serving <laughs> of bite-sized big data. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, please go to www.roaringelephant.org where you can find more information, including a feedback form. You can also follow us on Twitter using the at Hadoopcast tag and contact us by email to podcast at roaringelephant.org with any thoughts, comments, criticisms and other feedback. Until then, my name is Dave. And my name is roving reporter Wendy Windy. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Bye. See you then. Bye.